This is Island Reflections. I'm Cindy Rixkers. My dear friend Mary Bloxma has started a year-long memoir writing project and has generously invited others to join in. I admire Mary's abilities as a writer. Her background of writing scholastic literature, as well as her sense of fun, makes her children's books some of the very best. An education in library science and research shows itself gracefully, alongside her love of nature in books about the flora and fauna of forests and shorelines. Her ability to put words together in poetry or creative writing often takes my breath away. Mary is also a skilled teacher and editor. This was an opportunity I could not pass up. The method Mary is using for pulling out and writing about a lifetime of memories is genius. She uses objects collected or saved throughout her life as a jumping-off point. As a fellow saver, I shy away from saying hoarder, I know that objects are saved for the life events and heartstrings attached to them. Why not use them, then, for the memories that they hold? So, that is my premise. Mary is calling her excavation My Life as a Dig and has already, in this new year, written several lovely essays. I am planning to devote one of my writing days each week to the project under the title Artifacts to Memories. And here I go. I was a 24-year-old re-entry college student, already a wife and the mother of two young daughters, when I first entered a good bookstore. My friend Linda and I had driven off the campus of Mott Community College during a break between classes. Downtown Flint, Michigan was an exciting and welcoming place in the mid-70s. Interesting shops and little galleries were tucked in among novel restaurants and bars. We were on our way to Hat's Pub for lunch. Their julienne salad was a lovely mound of matchstick sliced vegetables, meats, and cheeses. Vegetarian pizza was always piled high with alfalfa sprouts. The bohemian atmosphere of the place was always fun. Walking from the parking lot to the pub, we came upon a little corner bookstore, Young and Welshans. We might have missed it if it weren't for the stacks of books organized in neat piles and rows on tables on either side of the door. Beautiful books, hardcover books, brand new, with price tags that stunned me, two ninety-five, four ninety-five, ninety-nine cents. As a student, I was spending a great deal of money each semester on textbooks. I was haunting the campus library for other required reading. As a fairly new proud member of the Book of the Month Club, I knew the value of a hardcover book. I had never come upon remaindered books before. This was amazing. There, like a gift from the heavens, was E.B. White. My English teacher had just been reading excerpts of his work. She had been glorifying him as comparable to Henry David Thoreau and one of the finest essayists of the 20th century. And right here in front of me were poems and sketches of E.B. White and essays of E.B. White, priced at $3.99 each. Even with my meager budget, I could manage that. I bought both books. That was the beginning. Those two books were the start of a lifetime of accumulating books. I have a section on my shelves for E.B. White, others for Maxine Hong Kingston, Evan S. Connell, and Annie Dillard. They sit among treasured individual books of essays or poetry. I have a nice selection of books on paring down, cleaning up, organization, and simplification, but I don't believe any of that information ever applies to books. 
E.B. White became, and still holds the position of, one of my most treasured writers. I have read, I think, everything he has written at least twice. His essays about life on a saltwater farm in rural Maine influenced my thoughts on farming, gardening, and rural life. Death of a Pig is one of my read-aloud favorites. Without E.B. White, I doubt I would have ever ended up out in the country with a big garden on Beaver Island. Young and Welshens became the first favorite bookstore in my life. It taught me what to look for in a good bookstore. There should be a wide range of books on many subjects, organized so that it's easy to find an area of interest and a literate staff to assist when needed. There should be benches and comfortable chairs for browsing, and browsing should not be discouraged. There should be coffee, and the entrance should always have neat piles and rows of good books at amazing prices to welcome the uninitiated. That's today's Island Reflection. I'm Cindy Rixkers.